and welcome to The Big Review Ski. My name is Owen, there's Rory, and Rory, I know you haven't said a word yet, mm. but you had me at Zombie Heist Movie. <laughs> I don't need to hear any more. Maybe you should tell everyone else some more details, but I'm selfishly, I'm not going to listen. I've heard enough. I think, no, I mean, like, all, all, all else I need to say is Army of the Dead and Netflix. Like, you've you've really hooked them in with your, your cell of Zombie Heist Movie. But yeah, it is essentially if you could think oceans 11 meets world war z i mean <laughs> i'm in again that's another way just to get me in yeah yeah that that'd be the elevator pitch for sure but it's Zack snyder's new one uh his first ever movie was 2004's dawn of the dead and ever since then it feels like he's exclusively been making graphic novel or comic book movies but now he's back 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 uh for zombies but he has brought some of that big action <clears throat> blockbuster mentality with him for this um yeah so it's a huge zombie apocalypse movie that also happens to be a heist movie with a group of mercenaries who are hired to go into a cordoned off las vegas in order to get into the uh the still pretty full vault beneath one of uh the strip's biggest casinos um so if they can get in, get the money, get out without dying, happy days. And the only thing between here, like, listen, it's it's just one thing between here and there. And that it one sounds thing easy. is... So easy. Zombies. It just so happens that there's <sighs> tens of thousands of that one thing. That's That's really the problem here. Well, you see, I haven't been keeping up to date with the news in America... Sure. At the moment, so is this is this coronavirus related? Is this, this is a, a COVID outbreak? In that, this is a documentary made by. Give us a Snyder cut of the Army of the Dead documentary, basically. Um, but yeah, so they've they've got themselves uh, into Las Vegas now. I remember when the trailer came out for this uh, recently enough, and it to be fair, it is an excellent trailer. Yeah, it's brilliantly done, really well edited. This looks like it's going to be a lot of fun. There's bright pink neon uh for the logo of the film uh what would and <laughs> they've got a goddamn zombie tiger i think that line is pretty much uttered towards the end so again i was in straight around like 100 percent. you've got me and then uh obviously you've got uh mr dave bautista in the lead role as well and this stuff is bread and butter to him like this because I think in the trailer he's what he's kind of he's left his mercenary ways behind him and he's yeah. he's a he's a cook in a small town roadside diner. Yeah, yeah sure you are, Dave Batista. Yeah, like I uh, was like, did you kill and flatten that cow yourself out the back and <laughs> just turn it into a burger? Um, yeah, like Dave's got a really good uh, handle on on the projects that he does, all kind of lending themselves to speculation. There's a lot of films that he's in where where you're like, ooh, what's this about? And Army of the Dead was definitely one of them. And previously he's he's done like uh, Blade Runner uh, 2049 and he was in Spectre and obviously Guardians of the Galaxy and the Avengers movies. So he was one of the people that I got to talk to. I got to talk to a lot of people <clears throat> for this movie. So many people. But he was, he was one of them and he's the first one you're going to hear from today. So he is going to talk about taking part in a big epic zombie movie like this. Um, and how good he's gotten at keeping secrets because when you are Dave Bautista and you're in films like this, you don't want to get in trouble. You don't want to look over and see Kevin Feige ringing you at 3 a.m. and you're like, oh, what have I done? I've done something terrible. To be fair, if 
Dave Bautista ever did break contract and kind of did let a secret out that he wasn't supposed to be saying about the Marvel Cinematic Universe or something like that and he let it slip. Can you imagine being like the little Marvel employee who's like, listen, Steve, uh, you're going to have to go and chat to Dave today about yeah. uh, running his It's up to you to set. reprimand it's up Dave to you. Bautista. Yeah, you, you need to rein Dave Bautista in, so good luck with that. Sure, no problem. Um, so we're going to hear Dave first. As you said, we've got loads of the cast and crew coming up, including the director himself, Mr. Zack Snyder, who will be coming up very soon. But first up, Dave? First up, Dave. Hello, Dave. How are you today? I'm good, man. How are you? I'm really, really good. It's an absolute pleasure to talk to you today. Um, Two questions I'm asking everyone about this movie. First one, do you have a favorite zombie movie? Um, It'd be hard for me to pick a movie, but because like The Walking Dead always (laughs) towers way over any other, you know, zombie film that I've seen. I have a few that stand out in my head that I, I, I love. But I think, you know, my favorite would be a television show, be The Walking Dead. I've just been a fan for years. I love it. I'm hooked on it. Um, so it would be that, not, not a film, a television series. That's absolutely fair. And secondly, outside of the animals we see in Army of the Dead, what do you think could be the scariest zombified animal? Oh, man, scarier than a zombie tiger? <laughs> um, I don't know, man. A zombie elephant would, would be petrifying. Um, I, I'm going to go with that. I think a zombie elephant would be absolutely terrifying. Yeah. Like, really, anybody like, else say, say elephant? Uh, you're the first one. You're my first one. So okay. we'll see. <laughs> you, you, could, you could be the trendsetter for the rest of the day. <laughs> um, I have to congratulate you on the projects that you pick because they, are, they garner such a fantastic fan base. Um, and they're also the kind of films that... Uh, kind of lend themselves a lot to speculation. Uh, it's like we're talking, you know, obviously Guardians of the Galaxy, Spectre. Um, have you gotten? Have you gotten very good at keeping secrets when it comes to movies like this, where you know people like me are essentially asking questions and you have to <laughs> te- tease it out as best you can? I, uh, you know, I've found that you know the best way about you know going going about that is just you know really putting thought into it because I, you know, I don't want to spoil anything and I and I'm a fan so I understand that like I don't as a fan I don't want to give away spoilers uh, I don't want to know a lot of times even when I'm on projects if I don't have to read the script like if I'm a fan of that genre like there was you know the Avengers like that and some of that stuff like I don't want to read the script I want to go and watch it as a fan. So I always think along those lines, but I also think the line along the lines of being respectful to the studios that I'm, I'm working for and the filmmakers that I'm working for. Um, but it is, it's tough dancing around um, those types of questions because, because I'm excited and I'm also an honest person and I want to give, I want to answer. And sometimes my answers are ridiculous just because I'm trying to dance around a spoiler. <laughs> <laughs> so it is, it is tough and I haven't mastered it but I've not gotten any calls. So, which is like, you know, like Tom Holland or like, sure, you know, Mark Ruffalo, like those guys are terrible. (laughs) (laughs) So I don't, yeah, basically I don't want to be Tom Holland. (laughs) I don't want to get that that grief back, thrown back at me. No, yeah, like when you see Kevin Feige ringing you, you know, it's okay. I haven't done anything bad. (laughs) Yeah, but what are they going to do? You know, he's (laughs) Spider-Man. Listen, he's, he's a yappy type. It's fine. Yeah. Um, I'm calling from Ireland. I have to ask about Seamus. 
who has ventured into the world of acting somewhat. He was in yeah. one of the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Um, yeah. Do you reckon he he could have like a bigger future in acting as someone who's one of the bigger success stories to do that? that yeah, I do. I, absolutely, I do. There's a few guys in wrestling that I think could trans transition over very easily. Uh, he's one of them. Um, CM Punk, obviously, is another one. He, I think they're just... They're interesting individuals and they're complete performers. I think um, they just have something special about them. They have that it factor about them, something you, you, that you can't pur purchase. Um, Seamus is just an interesting individual. He's get so charismatic. But I also think that there's, a, you know, I've had personal conversations uh, with Seamus. He's, he's a deeper person, which makes me think that if he was given the challenge of delivering those deeper emotional performances, he's, he's, He's deep enough, he's thoughtful enough that where he could carry those out. I think he would be, you know, like myself, he would have to be mentored the right way. He would be have to be, you know, kind of directed the right way. But I know for a fact that he has the talent uh, to do that. And he is, uh, like I said, man, he's just got an it factor about him. He's a, he's a special guy. And he's a friend. He's a friend. Oh, yeah. Like, I, I've, I've interviewed him a few times. He's a lovely, yeah. lovely man. Um, yeah. Dave, I could talk to you all day about this and every other film, and I'm sure we'll be, I'll be back again to try to tease those answers out again on your next film. But thank you so much for taking yeah. the time to talk to me today. Pleasure, man. Dave Bautista there throwing some serious shade at Tom Holland, who, to be fair to him, does have a reputation for just revealing lots of secrets he's not supposed to. Yeah, I mean, he's excited. He's young. He's a kid, you know. I mean, I, I'm I'm not great at keeping secrets either. It's 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 tough, especially when you're like, "Did you hear? Can you can you believe? <laughs> Have you heard? Did you hear the thing that I'm not supposed to be telling you? Tell. I really want to tell you. No one. Like a, a so, lot, a lot of a lot of my WhatsApp conversations begin with, "You didn't hear this from me." <laughs> So, <laughs> and then the message is immediately deleted as well yeah, straight after it's mission impossible Delete for style. everyone yeah yeah you've got 30 <laughs> seconds to read this i want to make sure you haven't screen grabbed it if you read it great okay it's gone well are you allowed to tell us who you talk to next or is that also a top secret secret i mean i can tell you and then you'll have to delete it so <laughs> okay then i'll have to kill you yeah okay. yeah so the next two are, are mary hardwick and matthias scheif schweigoffer no, hold on, because I, I did a bit of German at school. So it's Matthias Schweighofer. Schweighofer. All right. Cool. Yeah. I mean Well the word the, the word Schweig, Schweigen, that's telling somebody to shut up, like be quiet. Oh. And I don't know what a hoofer is, but it's like I mean Be quiet, Hoofer. We could guess. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, so these two boys. Yeah, they're paired off in the movie as well. Uh, Matthias is kind of the he's the safe cracker. And uh, Omari is just the really cool, slick gunslinger guy who, if you're in a zombie apocalypse setup, you definitely want him right beside you because yeah. you don't have to worry too much because he's, he's pretty handy with the guns. Um, so, yeah, they were paired off in the interviews as well, which is handy because, you know, lots to talk about between the two of them. But I like I, there was because there's so many of them uh in the interview process i did kind of ask a lot of them the same stuff uh it's especially um what their favorite zombie movie was of all time and also as you mentioned earlier there is a, zo a zombie tiger in this movie which isn't the only zombie animal in this movie i will say oh but okay I, I did ask outside of the zombie animals in this what other zombified fauna 
would for they me, like yeah. <laughs> would would they reckon would be scary or bizarre or just interesting to see in the film? So they had some funny um and unique answers to those questions. Omari and Matthias, how are you both doing today? Hey, how are you? We're good, man. We thank you for uh, having us. No, no, thank you so much for taking the time to talk to me today. Much appreciated. Um, straight in question I'm asking everyone before Army of the Dead, what was your favorite zombie movie of all time? You gotta go with Matthias first. He's gonna tell you. Because uh, he's it all a scaredy with cat, Do- so he'll tell you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it all started with uh, <laughs> uh to be honest, with Dawn of the Dead. And Dawn of, I love Dawn of the Dead, the remake Zach Zach's film that was amazing, and then of course was the Walking Dead show and uh but uh, but before Army of the Dead there was a movie called Train to Busan and I really oh, loved yeah. that film. And uh yeah, yeah Train to Busan and these three movies but it all started with Dawn of the Dead and now it's on Mari Hartwick. And Omari Hardwick would say uh I'll piggyback what my teammate and, and castmate stated in Dawn of the Dead being a big one. Um, Zach really did his thing in that. He just knows the genre so well. Um, and then 28 Days Later did a lot for me. Like it was a different oh, yeah. thing. Um, yeah. I don't know if it was the slow creep of the story being told and the ominous sort of nature and the and the the score of the movie. But 28 Days Later did a did a turn on me for sure. <clears throat> well, they're they're all fantastic uh, choices. Um, second question I'm asking everyone. Uh, outside of the animals that we see in Army of the Dead, what do you think would be the most terrifying zombified animal uh, you could potentially see, let's say, in a sequel? <laughs> Maybe a zombie raccoon. Um, sure. uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, sorry. <laughs> sorry. Uh, uh, um. I said uh, yesterday, I said yesterday and in, in speaking to somebody, I said a zombie poodle. And I still <laughs> feel like that. I just, I just picture those because you know what happens when, and, um, and, and I hope all of Ireland is laughing when they hear this. But we all know that there's so many stray dogs in the in the world, and uh, God bless them for knowing how to survive from you know one Monday to the next Monday. But the zombie poodle, you kind of feel like there's no way that the zombie poodle is a hood dog who's just running around in the you know the the, the alleyways and the and the parts of the neighborhoods that they shouldn't be in. They're like they belong to somebody. They just got out. The garage door was left open, and there's the poodle running out. And imagine once you get to the poodle and you oh my god oh, poodle, and he turns like problem for me so i think a zombie poodle yeah for sure that's a great shout there is something about the the very particular kind of upkeep of a poodle them being zombified <laughs> that 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 meshing really does a it creates an image um I'm, I'm curious as well when you're working on this um how long do you think it took you both to kind of acclimate to i guess day-to-day work like was there ever a moment where you're maybe in the lunchroom or something and you were just like oh I'm like everyone's just still in like zombie zombie makeup and stuff like does that take a while for you just to, to like turn a corner literally on set and not be startled by you know just a just a regular extra but just happens to be in a zombie makeup <laughs> what do you think brother uh I think you know Omar and me we because um you know when you see all these extras and 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 it was 
crazy hot in uh, in Albuquerque in New Mexico at this time. So Omari and me, we tried to carry water and uh, just you know look at these extras and they were like like sweating that was like really impressive so we had to take care of them that's what we did it was not like Mm. being afraid because we Mm. saw all these extras like working uh, for hours and hours in in the sun so omari said to me one day brother bring them let's bring them some water and i said okay let's do this and then uh, zach said where are you going I need you on set. Wait, 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 wait a minute. And and uh, yeah, that's uh, that's that's the truth. Yeah, we. He's right. He's right. And I and he nailed Zach. By the way, did he not? Like he he nailed Zach. You know, like Zach is my other raspy voice partner on set. Like Zach is raspy voiced, and he's a director who knows what he wants. And you can get in trouble for walking away from you know, uh, Zack Snyder. But I think, he, uh, Matthias, he did yell out to us, didn't he? I think he did. <laughs> no, Zach was like, and go, Mat- go, go, go. Yeah. And Matthias was real big on, um, you know, speaking to the zombies. And I was bu- real big on, you know, trying to make sure that the team was really a team, zombies included. Because again, we're making films, right? We're not curing cancer. So, um, and making a film, you really want to make sure that the team is taken care of. So, as much as once we say action, you're against each other, you you do have to be with each other. But there were moments where we definitely, as as Matias stated, we would sit at the lunch table and watch, you know, nice salad and lettuce being eaten by zombies. <laughs> when Zach yells action, the zombies are eating arms. And now all of a sudden that cut during the lunch break, they're eating lettuce and vegetables. So that was kind of interesting. It's, you know, it's all part of your five a day. It's all it's all important. Uh, gentlemen, <laughs> thank awesome. you so much for thank taking you. time to talk to me today. Omari and Matthias are two of the stars of Army of the Dead, uh, which is coming very soon to Netflix. Now, Rory, I know you've got a flair for languages, yes? We. Oui. There it is. You show <laughs> off. So I'm going to let you take this next list of uh, amazing actresses' names, essentially, because we're all four of these ladies uh, grouped together in the one interview yeah yeah all in the one in the one zoom call and not it wasn't like it was my zoom face and then therefore zoom faces together it was five separate setups um so so five people talking from five different parts of the world five potentially different time zones five different internet connections so brilliant <laughs> uh, the fact that it worked at all is is uh some kind of miracle so yeah it was it's a uh, okay right Ana de la Reguera, who mm-hmm. is more or less Dave Bautista's, Dave Bautista's uh, right-hand woman in this. She is the first person that he goes to when it comes to, how do I put it? She's the Brad Pitt to his George Clooney. He, he, Perfect, she, gotcha. She's setting up, helps him set up the, the team to put together. Gotcha. Then there is uh, Nora Arnazider. Uh, she lives on the Las Vegas kind of uh border and she she helps people get across into las vegas for whatever the reasons might be normally it's just to get in to get a little bit of money and come back out um so there is a uh mexico america border wall uh metaphor there that isn't 
It's about as subtle as a big giant wall dividing two places. <laughs> it's about as subtle as a zombie tiger, essentially. Yeah. Then there's uh, Tig Nataro, who is, uh, people might know from being a very famous comedian. She's got a great yeah. uh, documentary on Netflix, I think, which uh, is actually very funny, but also very sad. Um, she's the helicopter pilot. She's they, If she dies, they're all screwed. Um because without her, there's no real way to get out of Las Vegas. Oh, and then there's Ella Purnell, who plays Dave Batista's uh, daughter, who he hasn't spoken to in the movie for uh, a while, since the zombie outbreak initially. Um, and this particular plan may not only bring, give him the money that he needs to restart his life, but it could mend their relationship as well. Lots going on. Oh my God. So, so much going on. Yeah, and like that's before I even asked him a question. So, <laughs> um, yeah. Similarly, I asked him the same the same stuff about uh, favorite zombie movies previously. Tignataro gives a fantastic answer to that. And uh, what other zombified creatures would they like to see in a movie? And uh, it kind of goes off the deep end. One of them one of them mentions something that if you sat me down for a thousand years and give me all the options <laughs> in the world of what someone could come up with to that question, uh, I would never have thought of this answer and you'll know it when you hear it okay i can't wait to hear this this is rory's chat with anna nora tig and ella hello everyone how are you all doing today hey hello. 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 hi rory Thanks. um i'm gonna ask you all the same questions but I, I am going to assign them in alphabetical order just for the sake of of ease for everyone um so <laughs> first first one up um favorite zombie movie of all time before army of the dead um, we'll start with anna Oh shit! Because um, I've never seen a zombie movie before, so I guess Dawn of the Dead. <laughs> uh, next, Ella. Oh, you know I've, I'm I'm a complete scaredy cat, and I can't do horror or thrill, or gore or zombie movies either. But I do like that funny one. You know that funny one. Um, what's it called? <laughs> Zombieland? Is it, is it Zombieland? Yeah, with with uh, Emma Stone and Matthew Connor. Yeah, yeah. I really like that movie. It made me laugh. It was funny. I like that one. And Nora? Yeah, definitely uh, Dawn of the Dead. I love it. Is that the original one or is that Zach's one? Is that, is that Zach's That's. movie? Yeah, yeah. It, it made me so excited. I was so excited when I saw Dawn of the Dead. I was so excited to be part of Army of the Dead because it's kind of, uh, you know... Um, extension of dawn of the dead to an extent yeah and last but not least tig night of the comet oh Ooh. what is a this? deep a deep cut i appreciate that yeah night of the comet yeah yeah that's that's a good one for if, if you're looking to go back to some like proper old school horror yeah i uh i've seen it probably 50 times and if somebody could get me a poster of it, I'll uh... I'll put it out there to the to the to the fans to see if anyone can get one to you. <laughs> <laughs> and um, next question: Army of the Dead has some amazing uh, zombified animals, but what do you think would be maybe the weirdest or most bizarre zombified animal you could potentially see in a sequel? And once again, we'll start with Anna. Oh, I was thinking of a shark. Oh, sure. Yeah, yeah, a zombie shark. Zombie shark would also be pretty terrifying, so. 
Yeah, or saw me well. I don't know, something like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then Pinocchio, like a zombie Pinocchio. Pinocchio? Wow, that sounds terrifying. You know? Zombie Pinocchio? <laughs> oh my God. Because he, he goes inside of the well, right? Pinocchio is already a zombie, basically. <laughs> <laughs> when does Pinocchio go inside a whale? Or is it? Yeah, the end of the movie, towards the, the third act. Yeah. See, imagine I remember that part. Imagine the zombie whale eating everyone, and then everyone's inside. Pinocchio's you know, and then, in there. The, and then the and then the <laughs> movie happens inside of the whale's stomach anna please this is too graphic <laughs> and does anyone else uh, have some particular zombified animals that come to mind that you think would make some bizarre additions a zombie yeah, yes i, I, I thought about this a lot the what? what a zombie duckling so it could be kind of cute but terrifying because you're going towards it to pet it and then yeah you're done i know zach said you can't make a zombie bird and i know understand that a duck is a bird but they're just gonna walk around like just a little tiny zombie duckling well maybe around. when they be what well, maybe when they become zombies the birds they cannot fly anymore that could be mm -hmm. um you know a trade of that's a workaround i appreciate that so much uh thank you so much for taking the time to talk to me today i could ask you a million zombie questions but uh unfortunately time has run out <laughs> Okay, thank, thank you. you. Well, Rory, if you had also sat me down uh, for a thousand years and asked me what do you think someone might say uh, in answer to that question, I would not have guessed Zombie Pinocchio, no. which is a fantastic... Well, I'm still, like, when he's wooden, when he's a boy, I don't know, I'm more confused than ever now. Like, any variation is just as, if not scarier, than the previous variation so how does pinocchio pop into your head i i think it, it was like imagine a zombie whale and then uh, she thought of the part of the book or whatever where pinocchio gets lost in the whale and she's like imagine like i can i can see the train of thought but it's not a train of thought you, i would ever have naturally gone down because it just seems too bizarre but fair play for having imagination that Oh, one hundred percent. Because my answer, my answer to that question is is my 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 dog, my dead dog, who rolled over and played dead about ten years ago, and oh. still want him to get back up. Yeah, but if he came back, if Finbar came back as a zombie dog, that'd be class. I mean, I don't know if he would try to kill us or anything, but he'd, he'd, I'd love him. Well, I'd if, love him. If you've ever seen not love Pet Cemetery, you'll know. Oh yeah, they don't. <laughs> yeah, maybe they not don't then. come back in great form. <laughs> Let's just put it that yeah, way. <laughs> Yeah, boy. Oh, he's, um, he's no, here. That's, that's, For your throat. That's a fair point. Yeah. Um, okay, listen, last but not least, um, he's been in, there's been a lot of talk about Zack Snyder, obviously, uh, recently, because we've just had the recent release of Zack Snyder's uh, Justice League yeah. as well, all four days of it. Yes. Um, which was uh, at this stage, well, yeah, about a month and a half ago or so that that was released. So yeah. he's back now. He's probably, I don't know, maybe just wanted to get all that behind him and get like a brand new release out. So, um, what's the story here? Because as you said, he kind of launched his career um, with a remake that a lot of people would have been like, you don't touch Romero's zombie films. And then he made this film, which ended up being a lot of fun and took a lot of people by surprise with how, how good it actually was. Yeah, like he, he, he made Dawn of the Dead and then he wrote this script for Army of the Dead for a different director to do. And it was 
it was I can't remember his name now, but he's the guy who did the remake of The Thing with Mary Elizabeth Weinstead. Yeah. Um and he was meant to direct this, but then it just it just never came to pass. So it's just been kind of sat in in his drawer for a while now. Um and because he didn't even write the script for Dawn of the Dead, that was James Gunn, which is a nice bit of symmetry because now we've got oh. uh Dave Batista in this one instead of doing because he Dave Batista said yes to this instead of taking a role in the Suicide Squad with James right, Gunn. Okay. So it's got a nice little connection there. But uh yeah, so ever since then he's he's obviously done graphic novel and comic book movies, three hundred Watchmen. Uh, Man of Steel, Justice League. Uh, so this does seem initially like um, like a sorbet movie where he's like, I'm just going to you know, cleanse my planet a little bit. And you're like, no, it's it's huge. It's a huge thing. And the, this film is very long. It's nearly two and a half hours long. So it's a, it's an epic undertaking. Um, so I, yeah, like we, we, we got to talk to him as well about this, um, why he wanted to come back to the, the zombie genre. Um what he thinks because normally I know you and I've discussed this before um because you're a massive horror fan mm. mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> how uh how zombie movies can be kind of um reflective of society at the time like the original Dawn of the Dead was all about like commercialism and then there was uh, Day of the Dead was a fear of nuclear war Night of the Living Dead was uh, a very strong kind of racial issues story and I was like, so what is uh, the undertones for this one? Um, tigers. Yeah. Fear of, fear, tigers. fear of tigers, which is, you know, yeah. it's not irrational. <laughs> so um, it's completely valid. So there's that. He also uses uh, the Cranberries uh, song Zombie in this movie, which is one of those, of course, why has mm-hmm. no one ever done this why before? Why has no one done this? Um, so we had a nice chat about that as well. Uh, and yeah, just like, he he seems like a nice guy. He's very passionate about his work, um, and it was it was nice to to talk to him about about something like this, as opposed to something much more complicated that like Justice League, where you would feel you're like, but and what and also uh, so that felt like a, a messy project. Whereas this feels like it's it's his. It's all his. Yeah, uh, yeah. So this is the one and only Zack Snyder talking to the one and only Rory Cashin. Zach, how are you doing today? Doing good, man. How are you doing? I'm doing really well. It's an absolute pleasure to, to talk to you today. Uh, congratulations on the movie. Um, Thank you. First, first question in, some of the, I guess, the more landmark zombie movies of all time, uh, afterwards you find that people kind of reflect them back to society at the time. They tend to like represent the biggest fear of society at the time or the biggest concern. Um, when it comes to army of the dead, do you, do you reckon that there are some strong underlying themes that people will start picking apart as the weeks, months and years go on? Yeah. I mean, we fully embrace the social commentary of the zombie genre and we fully, um, we felt like we had to go after it in a big way because it's so important to the genre. Uh, and whether that be building a wall or refugee camps or the politicalization of, um, of a plague, um, these are all things that we felt like were really kind of fun to, um, to play with. Um, and, and frankly, it's an interesting, uh, you know, I, I mean, look, we made the movie, you know, before uh, the sort of current 
last year we've had. And uh, so it's interesting now to superimpose it over the top of our year, this year experience that we've gone through as a sort of global community. And I think that um, uh, I welcome the, the sort of, you know, the deconstruction again of the movie in reference to our collective psyches in, in, in reference to, you know, what we've all experienced. And so, yeah, I, I, I hope that it's cathartic and um, that people are able to, um, you know, use it as sort of a touchstone for like their own experience. Uh, calling from Ireland, I, I have to call attention to the fact that you there's a scene in this that plays out to the Cranberries zombie, which is obviously an iconic Irish song. Very iconic. Uh, I was I was wondering, like obviously aside from the title, which is it's right there. Like, was there a particular uh, reason why you wanted that in the movie? Yeah, yeah, I, I did it because. Um, well, for a lot of it, it was it was literally the first song that I had on my playlist when I was writing the script. I would just listen to it, and I just felt like because the movie's self-aware and ironic, and understands kind of that it's uh, you know what it what it is. I, I really love that song because of its politics and its importance. You know, there is a there's a deconstructive element to the whole the whole way I sort of approached the movie. And I just felt like that song, which has always been a favorite of mine, um, really, you know, is a it's a serious song and it's an important song. Um, and I didn't want to undercut it so much as use that song to reflect back on the movie and what, like how the movie, um, it, that song breaks the movie more than the movie breaks the song, which is, and that's what I, that's what I like. <laughs> no, like it really, it like, a, like, again, as an Irish viewer, I was like, oh my God, <laughs> like it was, uh, it was such an obvious, but like one of those obvious, so obvious that people never thought of it before moments. <laughs> of course you'd use this song in this movie. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> there was one particular line that absolutely cracked me up by uh, Tigna Taro where she uh, says, why wasn't Vegas nuked way back in the 90s? And that felt, that felt pretty loaded towards uh, Vegas. So I was wondering, when it comes to uh, like zingers like that, was that TIG? Was that yourself? Was that uh, kind of a, an amalgamation? Yeah, it's just like one of those things that um, it was, I think it was in the script. And then, um, you know, so I think it was just like a, an ad lib, but no, no, yeah, it was big Shay. I think that was the line Shay wrote, but I think it was, uh, you know, it's one of those things though that just kind of strikes correct chord for the sort of concept, you know. Yeah, no, I loved it. It was, it was, a, it was a killer line. Uh, thank you so much for taking the time to talk to me today, Zach. Best of luck with this and everything else going forward. Uh, thank you. All the best. Zack Snyder there talking to Rory about his brand new film, Army of the Dead, which is coming to Netflix on what date, Rory? Friday, 21st of May. Friday the 20th. Aye, that's my mommy's birthday. Oh, I don't have to get her a present now. That's her sorted. Great. You're going to send her a link to this. I'm just going to, well, okay, she does use my Netflix login details, so it's kind of like I already gave her a gift anyway. Every year is a gift. (laughs) And and you've got Christmas sorted for the exact same thing. (laughs) God, I'm such a good son. Really, she's spoiled. Um, 
Yeah, so listen, thank you to Mammy. Uh, thank you to you, Rory, uh, as ever, for all of those wonderful chats. Thank you to all our guests, Dave Batista, Omari Hardwick, Matthias Schweighöfer, and oh, here we go, Anna de la Reguera, Nora, why did I start? Arna Zeder, Tig Nataro, Ella Purnell, and Zack Snyder. That was everybody, wasn't it? And O'Darty. And Owen Doherty as well, and Sound Paul on Sound. Uh, and thank you to everybody uh, for listening and subscribing to the Big Review Ski. You're the reason we get up in the morning to do what we do you and every the, single day. You and the zombie tigers. <laughs> yeah, we do it for you and the zombie tigers. So listen, we will see you next time. Uh, enjoy Army of the Dead. And Roy, see you later. Bye. Bye-bye. Zombie. Zombie. Oh, <laughs> that's good. That's good. <laughs> <laughs>